Okay, let's get started. Okay. Yeah, this, yeah, the jacket today is a is a is a As we're talking about people in here to throw, maybe it makes sense to uh, take our jackets off and get our sandalim on. Um, I, I, I have to begin uh, as usual uh, by mentioning uh, the sponsor for this week. Uh, he's a very uh, committed hematologist uh, in my area. Okay. Yes, thank you. Dr. Elliot Fishkin, you might know him. His nephew is one of the best, uh, also very well-known ophthalmologists up in Bergen County. Uh, Yossi Fishkin, uh, you might know him. He's, my, he's also one of my students many, many years ago. Uh, it's in honor of Elliot's mother, uh, a uh, an incredible story, and I think a story that so much uh, jives with the topics that we're talking about. Uh, a woman who lived to be 102 years old, and... Um, I felt that uh, someone who had actually been through the Holocaust, someone who had survived the Holocaust, gone there to Israel, um, I thought it was perhaps apropos. Let's see if I can uh, do a little bit of turning around on this, right? Is there a way to rotate this? Yeah. Yeah. How do we rotate it? View. I know how to do that. So let me do the rotating. So who, who are here is uh, a... Anyway, any woman who, who was Zoha to come to America and create such a household, especially as you can see, uh, Redmond Fishkin, um, she was a, uh, you can see on the right some of the highlights of her life, that uh, she left her house at 17, Wahakshara, Abelita. In other words, Hachara was the, the idea that you're going to go to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a sign of religiosity. It was a sign of love of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, and she was going to go. This was again in 1929. Um, and you can see that uh, uh, despite all the difficulties that came through to the Shoah, uh, she said, Kam um, they're obviously very well loved by her family, but as we see that Hamokum Shalinu Eretz Yisrael, Kol Mashinu Seyalinu Yisrael, that was one of her statements that rang true for her, and I think that's really uh, appropriate uh, that we dedicate a shear uh, to the memory of someone who actually lived through so much of the change from 1912 till this year. It's almost incredible. I think it was 1915. I'm sorry, till 2017. How much of the changes that have occurred, especially in Eretz Yisrael, and that really is the heart of the issue. Uh, the heart of the issue is what can we do, or how we should react. Um, I, I mentioned in the in the blurb that it's the ha'orot and the insights and the personal qualms. It's one thing if you're a postsec and someone comes to you with a dry question, you have to deal with it. Uh, this morning, before I got here, we had a question at the nursing home, and we I had to decide what happens. How do we? Uh, yeah, uh, it's still relevant to you, but uh, it's something that a postsec or a rub can deal with with a certain amount of dispassion. It's another thing when you're actually dealing with uh, the changes that you see occurring in front of you. If um, if I may, uh, let's start with the nusach of Nachem and Anayim. All right, we're all pretty familiar with it, um, and let's take a look. And just to give a first, give you a little bit of a refresher course. Um, we said our name just the other day, and here's the city. Okay. So here's your standard Nusa, Nusa Ashkenaz, it's up here on the board. This is Nachem that we said here, we said on Shavosa Thomas. There's an interesting machlokas uh, between the Ramon and the Beis Yosef, by the way. I'm sorry, this is Tishabo. I wanted to start with Anayim. There's an interesting machlokas between the Ramon and the Beis Yosef about Anayim. Um, according to the Beis Yosef, you should actually say this all the Tilos of Atinas. You should say this during Shafras and Minta. Um, since you don't fast at night, you wouldn't say it then. But they say suppose you should say it during Shafras. Uh, 
the Ramah, quoting other Kadmonim, says that our minute is only to say it by Mincha. Now, what would be the rationale? Why we only say it What? Yes, Shriyat Tibur says it by Shabbos. But why don't we say it? So, the Ramah says, because we're afraid that you're going to get through Shabbos, okay. But then, maybe you felt this on Shabbos and this afternoon, uh, you felt that I got to eat, the boomness gets a hold of you, and then what's going to happen is, is that you're not going to be able to contain yourself. You're going to end up drinking and eating despite yourself. And even though you might not say it in Mincha, but what you said in Shachras won't be true anymore. In other words, we, at, at Mincha, if you've made it this far, you probably, although some people die Mincha very early, but if you've made it so far in Mincha, you're probably going to make it to the end. So whereas if you say it during Shachras, it might not be sometimes you say it. So we see that there is this sense of being true. Right? So even though it's true for the rest of Klal Yisrael, right? the rest of Klal Yisrael, who, who, even though it was true for you during Shachras, it became a little bit untrue for you when you couldn't resist uh, taking the Gatorade and, and, and cleansing your thirst. But it will therefore ring hollow based on the fact that you didn't turn it into uh, a young uh, a young goddess. Now, of course, that doesn't necessarily... That's, that's a technical little debate, but it actually factors into this issue about nothing, and you'll see where. What about on the opening? By next all, they would be a myth on Tainas. That's true, and we also, Ari, uh, do the, okay. the place of the dukhan. The reason has to do, Ari, with the fact that people never dukhan at Mincha because the assumption was that they were having a lunch meal, and the lunch meal was usually, was usually well, the lunch meal was not bottled water, it was usually wine, and some sort of intoxicating drink. An intoxicating drink would therefore disallow the Kohen. The same way a Kohen can't do avoda shisuya yayin. So who I did, Virchas Kohanim has a din of avoda, which Sharos Levarach Bishmo is called Shirus and avoda. And because of that, we don't allow someone who we even suspect might be a little bit tipsy to do Virchas Kohanim. So therefore we, were, we said no Virchas Kohanim in the afternoon at all. At a tinus, the assumption is nobody is drinking or eating. And that's why we send up the Kohanim to do uh, Virchas Kohanim at minimum. But the point, though, is, is really, it's about the shachars, is that we want your shachars, instead of lying, in other words, instead of not instead of saying something which will eventually turn out not to be true, better not to say it. That's the Ramoz Daher. Now, also, Kibitzor Gedolah Okay? Now, this, of course, would be true. We can say it almost every single day of the year. But we'll see that that statement, is also factors into Nachem, uh, the debate over Nachem. Uh, let's go up to Nachem, of course, Mitzvah we won't have to say it. Uh, but here it is. Uh, here is the Nusach of Nachem. So let's take a look at it and just analyze it just a, a little bit before we see what the post can have to say. Um, if, if you saw some of the, uh, the sources, you can see that Nachem actually has two or three or four different earlier sources from the Yerushalmi, the Mishmais of the Ramram Zon, the Taimanim, and the other Spartan. This is the Nusach, the basic, this is the basic Ashkenaz Nusach of Nachem, and it's, it, it has been uh, attributed to the Rosh. So let's just take a look at it for a second. Okay, Nachem Hashem Olofeinu. So we have three things mentioned right away, right? Evelit Tzion. Right? The Vela Yerushalayim. And then you have the Hira Vela Hareva Bezuya Mashonek. Now, sometimes people can take all three statements and basically say it's the same thing. Many times you weren't Radak and Kumit, Radak and Nivian. They'll say two ways of saying the same thing, right? Sometimes, right? As soon as mimics that sometimes. Oh, don't get too uptight. Here it's queer though. There's Sion, Yerushalayim, and Fahir. Three different things. We know that Sion means something like we say when a kid gets a good grade. Did you ever get a grade where it says Mitsuyam? Did you ever get a Mitsuyam? Very good. Right? So we know that Sion means something unique, something distinct, something special. That's Sion, right? That's Sion of a Kever. 
shows people where something distinct and special is. So it's, it's an assumption the Malvim and others have that Tzion means the Mokom Amikdash, the most the holiest place itself, the Mokom Amitsuyim. Then you have Yerushalayim, and then you have Ha'ira Vela Ha'reva B'Zuyi Lashamayim. Here, it could be Yerushalayim is that city, but look at that book. It doesn't say It almost sounds like there's three distinct levels. So I think one would not be remiss. Just saying clearly, Zion is the Mokom Amikdash, the Mokom where the, where the, the, the whatever they call it, the uh, Aruf, Ashara Aruf, whatever they call it over there, right? The place that the Arabs have control of uh, in, in, great, in, in great part. Uh, Yerushalayim would be Yerushalayim Hiratika, essentially. And then the natural sense of a city that grew up around it. Even in the time of, uh, of the Vaisrisha, <coughs> you have to assume that everybody wasn't compressed into what we now call uh, the Rova of Eretz Yisrael. There was probably, uh, and we know from the Mishnayis that there was people that was Sophim, people would see it, and there was a sense of, uh, of what we would call the suburbs of the original city. And that's still called the ear. Now, Pialocha and Hokas Megillah and other things, that's called Karabu Samoch, and it has a din of, of Yerushalayim itself in terms of Prius Megillah and other things like that. All surrounding hills, you're saying? Uh, not the hills necessarily, but the extended city that comes out from that spot. So basically, and it's on that we have these uh, four descriptions. Now, this is in, only found in the Rosh. Avelo Miglibanel, in other words, teaching what it means. What does an Avel mean? Avel means that there's no connection, there's no family. Or an Avel because you lost the person closest to you. Miglibanel, people. Areva means that there aren't any domiciles being built there. There aren't any people living there. Mizuya means People despise him, considered a laughing stock. It doesn't, there's, no, there's no honor and distinction in being a member of that city. And Shomema means... What? Phrase Zuya Mikvoda. Mikvoda, right. It says specifically what right. That's right, right. Right, so in other words, this is the Rosh, I believe, and did the Onim before him, touching what the feeling is. In the Yashalmi and Baravamram, it doesn't have this uptouch. All it says is... All it says is... But it doesn't have the uptouch. Now, um, I'm sort of jumping the gun here, but based on the fact that this is clearly not from the original part of the Tvila, right? The original part of the Tvila was basically the description of then you have the Parshonos, then you have the explanation of what the Tvila means. So, Ravar Lichtenstein, when he was asked about what he does, and it seems like his Talmidim followed him, he was no way, and we'll see why, because of the changing situation, he basically left the essential Nusach intact, and from this point, the Taich, he jettisoned from the uh, Nusach. Because he felt he wasn't being Pogea in the Ikra Nusach. And therefore, who knows what it means when you say something is Shomeng? Right? You can say something is Shomeng because it's, it's spiritually Shomeng. Something is desolate because there's not enough Kedusha there, right? The, the words themselves are, as we know, and this is really one of the main debates, who wrote this? We know that it, as we're going to find out, it's a I hate saying it's in such a late form, but two good friends argued about where this Nusach comes from. It's probably other people debated about it, but I think it really becomes uh, interesting when we know that two young men who started their careers in Parat, Yosef, Yeshiva, uh, eventually rose to some of the highest levels uh, of Rabbanut and Eretz Yisrael, had a debate about this issue. They were friends. One of them was four years older than the other. The older one was Chacham Avadi, the Avadi Yosef, born in 1920. He had a younger friend who he was Zoha, they were part of a special Chabur in Barat Yosef. Uh, they were part of Rabbi Zil's Chabur. I've mentioned Rabbi Zil in this year a couple of times uh, when we talked about the Besden of Oren, we talked about the Besden of, uh, of, uh, of Appeals. 
had Hebra um, uh, that learned by him and that were close to him. He was always not exactly your typical Sephardi or Shishiva. He was a person who was friends with Rakuk, friends with the so He was much more of a Medinist. He was definitely, it wasn't just about I'm the Rosh Hashiva. He also had a, a job that he had to deal with. Rabu Zil had a group that studied with him. Special Chabura, when I was in the mirror, Rechaim Shmulevitz had a special Chabura that studied with him in the afternoon. We used to see them through the window. So we knew who they were. Very special group they were with them. Rabu Zil had a special group. Two of them was Muhammad Yosef and Chaim David Halevi. There were others, but they were known as the, as, as the Spitz Chabura, the Rosh Hashiva's uh, favorites, in a way. They debated over this Musaf. Mohamavadya, based on his incredible encyclopedic knowledge, we're going to see some of it inside, said that this Nusach is really in the same way from the Antrik Nesses That the Antrik Nesses in the beginning of Bayish Shemi, already instituted this. Although anybody who weren't Nebuchadnezzar or any other of the Svarnas, <coughs> you know that the Nuschoyas Atvila are considered Yisodotam Bahare Kodesh. That every word is it's not just the translation of the word. They picked every word, and even if you don't know what those words mean, remember, like, like, like the Rambam or Chai Veloshim, just say, you don't know what the words mean, but say, I'm being machaven, whatever the Nevi'im, Nashas, and Nila meant. That's Kocham Avadi's approach. This is what the Spartans say? The Spartans say, Spartans say something very similar to this. I'll show you there in the Very similar. So this, up, so according to Kocham Avadia, you cannot tamper with it, even if it seems to reflect a reality that we don't see now. Okay, we'll see what his story is. Chaim David Alevi and others, including Rav Lichtenstein, as I mentioned, and that was his tikkun. He took out, based on what was happening in his time, when he was the Rosh Hashiva there, he took out these, the explanatory phrase. Okay, let's move on. He Yoshevet Veroshach Hafui. That's what's the he going on? Yerushalayim, right? She what, sits. One what's the habamina to, to even change the lashon? So what? What's going on in the time? We don't change. Uh, so you're right. If Chacham you're right. If Chacham is correct, the same way we can't decide to take words out of the Shemini Esrei because who knows where our us are going to go. The same thing we true by nothing. But Halevi, Chaim David Halevi, had a chiddush, which we're going to deal with today, and we'll see if it's, if it's accepted, that this was definitely written post the Chorba. That this was not part of the Anchei Knesset Zayndela's uh, magnum opus, he's a Shmanes, right? It's, it, it is perfect. It was true in the time of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel, and the same Shmanesri can be said by us, and we're going to be saying it in this way. It means it's somehow it's so powerful, like the Rambam says, it's, 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 it's language that every person can say and find new meaning in it constantly. In order to assume, and you're correct, that there could be any changes, you have to you have to assume that just, for example, how about, you know, we know, I've, I've been saying it for years. Uh, hopefully I should stop saying it. But we know in the Shabbat Kuleinu, there's the Nusach for Parnasa, right? It's, it's printed in many, many Sidurah, right? No one's going to tell you that's Anshay Knesset like Bela, right? Oh, 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 hold on. You're right, but it doesn't. But, but in Shulchan Aruch, in, in Shulchan Aruch and the Rush, it quotes this Nusach, you're right. But the question is, is it from Anshay Knesset like Bela or not? Something needs to be included in there. That's true. But Halevi wants to say, and this is one of his rise when we see it inside. <coughs> Who cares if it's <coughs> not or not? Has to be a Bezdin, right? But Gadol B'chokma or Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You want, you're saying, in order for any Shinui B'chlau, there has to be. Now, okay. So the truth is, is that, as I just mentioned before, sometimes we work around it, right? Right? For example, <laughs> the Rameau was worried about people eating on was worried about uh, people eating on, on Panesim. So we said, you know what, we're not going to say it. We're not going to say it in Chakra. So it should have a meaning not to say it. We don't want to say something that's not true. So we won't say it. So you do see sometimes that there is this approach that in order not to say something that's untrue, so, so you won't say it at all. Over there, the, the Ramon knew exactly what was going on. 
That was misogyny, but he's saying that people are not fasting. And we're That's afraid of the fear. fact that a person right. might not might break as fast, right. and we don't want shockers to be alive. So right. therefore, let's... let's he's not, I, don't, I don't have to know what the intention of the fear was in that case. Okay. He knows what the intention of it is saying. That okay. Problem right. In other words, you don't want to say something that will turn out to not be true. Another thing, Hillel, is, is also the fact... Halevi says, and remember, I, I'm just here, I, I, I'm not a prophet for Halevi. <laughs> I'm here to explain why it was an issue. Halevi also makes the following logical point. He says, Shmona Esrei, every bracha is ma'akev. You can't skip a bracha. If a person skips nachem, he has a complete tefillah, he doesn't have to go back at all. Tefillah's nachem is not ma'akev. Even the Shriya Tzibra says that it's not ma'akev. So, as long as you say, B'nai Yerushalayim, it's all right. It's a, therefore, and again, here's one of his other rias. The Yavua Ligionos. The Yavua Ligionos. Does any, what does Ligionos sound like? Anybody want to take it? What? Soldiers. Whatever. What, what word does it sound like? The legions. Legions, right? The legions. So Halevi says that's clearly a post. He says, in, Bayes, in the beginning of Ayushadi, there was no Roman legions. The idea of Ligionos, the idea of Ligionos, was clearly something that was based on the Anchek, the Hebra, the Rabbanim, the people who saw, like they saw the, the Shoah, like the Schwab and others, when they saw the Shoah, and they created the Kinnis for the Shoah. So this is similar. He says, this Nusach was clearly, it, it was what was in front of them was the destruction, not of Bias Risha. He says, the Ligionot is, is, is a key phrase that indicates we're talking about the Roman legions. And the Yilolo and that is actually unique. Nebuchadnezzar didn't have regions, but the Nusach—that's the point. The Nusach Ligiono comes. It's, it's like uh, it's, it's like, and they and they threw their computer mouses at us, right? So we would know that if, any, if that would come up in a in a Nusach, we would know that that <laughs> Nusach was written post the Bill Gates era. When you have a term that clearly says, right? You have a term that's clearly dated. Because of that, he says, Ligiona is clearly a, uh, a, a rope. This happened in Rome. And, okay, V'yershuo v'yachavim, v'yotiwa z'amach v'yishro l'cherev, v'yarvim v'zonach hasiv That happened in both times. But the idea of so many people dying and being killed. And then you have the Nusach here, Sion b'martitke, Yerushalayim t'yitei kolo. And here we have Sion and Yerushalayim, both crying, Libi, Libi, Al-Khalaleim, Mei, Mei, Al-Khalaleim. I wasn't sure if maybe the, there's the hearts and there's your guts. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like you, you have your heart, you have this almost a poetic uh, sense of, 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 of the terror, and it, it, it wells up in your mind, and then you have a gut disgust about it. Levi, Libi, Libi, Al-Khalaleim. It's almost like it's, it's so... One's intellectual, one's physical. Right. A, a physical sense of, 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 of disgust and, 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 and depression over it. That's may I. That's my insides, right? When you're nervous on the inside, right? Then there's Levi, Levi. I'll... Now, this Nusach is also... The last couple of words are the same in all the Nusachs. Yat Hashem I actually want to I want to make sure before we go into Menachah that I explain what, what this is because I'm actually approaching this from a little bit different perspective uh, Nachman said it's a hot button topic and it is I actually feel that if we zero in on the end that it becomes less hot button and I'll tell you what my problem with the end is. And maybe you've thought of it yourself. First of all, where is this possible? What does it mean? What's, what, what is it really telling us about what we hope the days of the binion of the, the restoration of your shalayim will mean? And what does it mean, Be'esh Yitzatata, or Be'esh Ata'asim Rivnosa? If you notice that I wrote as the title of today's class, it's called Rebuilt in Fire. Right? Forbid amidst vineyard. What does that mean that God will rebuild it in fire and that he caused it? And what's that word mean? It's not the 
So I happen to, one of the advantages of, of being around, I'm actually in a nursing home, is that people don't have much to do, and when you see them, they can't say they've got a meeting to run to, and uh, I'm sorry, I'll see you later. Sometimes they have to go to, to therapy. So there happens to be in the nursing home that I'm a Rabbi Moksha for. There happens to be uh, an author, uh, Mr. Novick, uh, who has written a couple of books on the Hebrew language. Um, and many of them are used in many of the day schools still today. And he happens to be in the nursing home. So I asked him today, Mr. Novick, as he was walking out of the um, his therapy session, I asked him, Mr. Novick, I want to ask you a question in Hebrew language. What's the difference? What does Hitzatata mean? And how is that different from the word madlik, mavir, right? I don't know if it's found. I don't know if it's found in Tanakh, in Eicha, and in other places. But I don't know if it's in the Chumash at all. What is the word to be matzis eish? How is that different than being madlik, mavir, etc.? So... I'm not sure if this is correct. I don't know if you ever thought about it, but but Vayotzas Hashem Esaish, I think the Eishitzatito means that you ignite it. In other words, when the fire touches it, that's being made as the Eish. It doesn't necessarily mean the consumption and the complete destruction. To be Matzis Eish means to put that to put that destructive aspect and let it hold on. Like if I would have a fire it's that like could... Mitzvah. What? It's not like mitzvah. That would be Tzadi Tzadi. Uh, I think that Tzadi might be that. Again, I... Like what? Meitzit is the lighter. It's the lighter, right. It's like to ignite. Right. It's, it's not necessarily the idea of, of consuming it. No, the Eish, you, there was a fire that you caused to, to, to sink its fiery... Tons of flame into the kindle, like the stirring to get. I'm not sure. That's like okay. Could be my sense though. Your anger. My sense is it's the fire that you you allow it to 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 take hold and to begin its destructive process, as opposed to a consumption. Jonathan Sachs and others, uh, Rob Sachs, translates it as consumed in flame. I don't think it's consumption. What I think is God allowed the city to be to be ignited in fire. And if that's what it means, this is very interesting. And you're gonna it's gonna be rebuilt. How does how does how does that happen? Okay? So that's that's one of the things that I want to really talk about. So let's go let me first show you uh, some statements from from Chaim David Halevi. You might have seen it yourself. And um, let's see it right here. Um, this is from the Chuvah, it's called Aseva Harav. The reason why he gave it that name is not because he says, I should be your Rebbe, right? Aseva Harav, buy my book, and this way I'm your Rebbe. But rather, this was a, uh, a radio program. I'll be familiar with our father if you bought the book. <laughs> <laughs> what it will cost me, right? Aseva Harav means make for yourself a Rav. He called it that because it was from his radio program. In fact, Chacham uh, most popular Chuvos, which is also where he argues with him here, Chacham uh, argues with Halevi, was also from a book that was built on his radio show. His radio show was every, every year of Shabbos, and it was there he got the book called Yechavadas. Uh, Yechavadas, there's Yabia Omer, Yom Liyom Yabia Omer, Elayla Elayla Yechavadas. So in other words, the nighttime where it's quick and to the point and getting to be close to Shabbos afternoon, the Shabbos afternoon radio program that Chacham Avadia hosted, that became the basis for his book Yechavadas. The radio program that Rabbi Lev, Rabbi David Alevi hosted, that was the basis of these of these truths. <coughs> It's in the beginning of the 1970s, after 1967. So again, the question is, here we have in Yerushalayim, we have everybody's at the Kotel, they make simchas there, they have all great events are done over there, it's happiness, it's joy, it's, it's parading. So how can we say that the year is Avelu Shomeim of the Zuyim and Libanel? How can we say that? 
So this was a question that Halevi was asked, and let's see what he says. Let's just see what he says. Now, he says, and, and, and unlike other authors, he's actually, as I said, he gives you his personal qualms. I don't know if you can see it here. He says, I also felt that way. Okay, he was born in 1924, so he's a, a relatively young man in his mid-40s during that first Tisha B'Av after the amazing victory of 1967. And he says, I also felt, because I felt I was lying by saying that. Um, what did you do with the question? Okay, in other words, how can you dive in every single day? Right. Hang on, hang on. Right, so he admitted there's a way to go, but he says what bothered him was, he says, you can see Yerushalayim is full of thousands and thousands of people. Yerushalayim is the Simcha. Everywhere you go, he says, you have young Yerushalayim, you have Simchas over there, and, and in fact, people walked around post-1967, and we remember, even here in, in America, feeling a sense of Klal Yisrael's power, that Medina has strength, that people felt the patriotism, believe Kolodim Yisrael, so you could say, well, that was during the rest of the year. He says, even on Tisha B'Av, in 1940, when he was 43 years old, he said, and I know it's the National Day of Mourning, and everybody comes to the Kotel on Tisha B'Av, and they're there, and they're crying, they're, they're mutafim, you can see that they're thinking about the Beit HaMikdash not rebuilt. He says, look at this, look at this language. There's sort of like a, a hidden little part of my heart there was a little hidden part of my heart. I'm the rabbi. I know I'm the rabbi of Rishon Lutzion. Soon he was becoming, as soon as Chacham Abadji went to become uh, the rabbi of, of, of the chief rav, he went from Tel Aviv, the chief rav of Tel Aviv, to become uh, the rabbi Roshi. He followed him. He became the chief rabbi in, in Tel Aviv. So he's, he's being honest. He says, there's something in my heart. I says, Eilel lo yuchal of Dora Evel. The Avelis can't penetrate there. I'm standing here, it's on Tisha B'Av, and I can't feel that Avelis. There's a, a corner of Stupinashal Simcha, because, okay, and here, of course, we can debate, but I felt outrageous Simcha Gulato. This has to be the beginning of those steps, and even, and therefore, he says, I can't, it can't penetrate fully. He says, even the Kotel, he says, even the Kotel, that was always known as the Wailing Wall, right? Kotel Abimaot, the Wall of Tears. That's what it was known. The Western Wall, it was when we, in the beginning of the 20th century, you take a look, go on eBay, pictures of the Wailing Wall, that's what they call it, right? Not the, not the, not the Western Wall, the Wailing Wall, the Wall of Tears and Crying. And he, he says, we know that it, it, it's dark. The Zohar mentions, the Zohar in a couple of places mentions the way of the wall, the, 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 the Kotel Maravi, how dark it is, how, how right? And he said that usually when someone comes there, you feel the Shrina's not here. He says, now, when someone comes on Tishabov there, you see, look how many Jews are here. It's full of everybody here. You can hear it. I, I, he says, even the Shrina you can't say is, 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 is dark and is, is in, contained in the same way in, in darkness. Because right beyond the Kotel, if you move, you take a look, you can see there's a full city of Yerushalayim that's under complete Jewish control. So therefore, he says that he came up with his own minhag. Now, <laughs> now, here you have to realize, I might have a minhag, um, but if I come to here and I tell you what that minag is, and I put it on my blog, and then I, it gets into my next book, so it stops being a private minag. It might not be a psaq that I issued for the whole city of Tel Aviv, but originally he said, I have decided that I can't do it, so I changed for my own private prayers. So what did he do? He says, Yisibazos, I changed one little word in order that it shouldn't be a lie. So what do I say? Let me just make sure everybody can see this. 
Nachim Hashem Elokeinu as a veilei tzinu as a veilei Yerushalayim, and he says that's true, and that answers your question. Of course, Yerushalayim is an aveilus because there's no base on mikdash. So of course, there's aveilus. There isn't God's presence. Really, isn't here. So of course, we want Yerushalayim to have a nechama, and of course, we're still mourning because we don't have the major his galut of Hashem. But the sa'ir, now here's the main word, shahita. A city that was, right? And instead of Yoshevet, what's the term that's used? He Yashuva. It was a city that had sat like a mourner. But that was the change. Those are the two small changes. So therefore, what's the idea of the Tzvilah? That city and everyone in there, even the dancers and, and every single person needs Nechama. But not the way they used to. Because it had been destroyed and didn't have people in it. We still need Nechama, but we're not going to describe something which in reality is untrue. Okay, okay. What kind of people write? How many people the Yeshua is Korea? having the, the, the Shechina come back totally. How many people? Oh, oh so it's the Yeshua. It's just the Shechina that, that we're missing? That's, that's One second. And then Yeshua itself will be enhanced. itself will be enhanced. But to say that it's actually, there's no people, it says, Shomema me'en Yoshevah. Right? There aren't any people. It's, it's like desolate. There's no people there. There's always people you there. Your, there are always people there. Not, not like today. Well, okay. well, what does it mean? But oh. English, very good. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so let's make the question. So, so, so where's the question? So how many people write Korea on the Makam Hamidrash until 48? Now people go to the Makam Hamidrash, they write Korea. That's where you write Korea. That's where you feel the Avelos. That's where you feel even more. Halevi's not saying that to feel it. He's saying that my Avelos is less. Your Avelos should be so much more. So what you're saying, when people go to Yushalayim now, as soon as you get to Yushalayim, you feel, oh, it's horrible. No one feels that. When you see the Makam Hamidrash. Right. And he's not denying that. He's People not denying that. They love being the old city. He admits that. He admits overlooking the code zone. Not because they, they want to punish themselves. They're going to wake up everybody look at the code zone. This is horrible. They see the postcard out their window. <laughs> okay. He admits that. He admits that. Uh, we need to dive and it should be different when you dive and buy the crisis. It is. You should feel, you it, should feel different. I, I don't, I, I think you're misinterpreting. He's always He's saying, saying that my, 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 my Avelis is Mugba. Because, because, no, no, he didn't no, say that. He said my Avelis is, my Avelis is own, no, my Avelis, no, no, he didn't say that. He said the Avelut is on the fact that we don't have Mashiach, that we don't have the Beis Hamikdash, that we don't have the light of God that penetrated from into the Beis Hamikdash and beyond. That's what we didn't have. Like we don't have. It's like the description of the city. But he can't get the uh, he said, he said, he said there's a sense, right? He was being honest. <laughs> he was being honest. Yeah. And he said that I feel that there's something happening, but I still Gracious think we have a lot to go. But he says at the end, he says, Niska be care of Yemenu and Nachmatsi of Yerushalayim with the Mashiach coming. Yeah, now, because Yerushalayim won't have its complete Nachmat until it can serve as the capital of spirituality in the world, which it's not. Um, Okay, so one of the things. Okay, so this was uh, this was his psak. His, but it wasn't a psak originally. It was sort of was like his personal hanhaga. But then it became a psak. Now, he wrote it as a tshuva to somebody. Right, he wrote it. He might have said it on the write It's it's not like a personal minhag. You're writing a tshuva to somebody. Right. I think I think part of the thing was he was sort of put on the spot on the radio, and he admitted. And then he decided he's going to publish what he wrote on the radio, and then it becomes a tshuva. This sefer, Asayla Harav, and I have in this, I've done here, since it's not a normal tshuva sefer. So even though this year's got tshuva supposed this is a different type of tshuva sefer. This is a tshuva for more hashkafa and halacha together. Let me just show you a couple of other points. He says... Um, this was a, a second truth that people wrote to him. He says, um, 
If you're right, then how can you say Amenu? How can you say Bitsara Gedola Someone wrote Halevi and said, is it Saris? Look, we have a beautiful city of Yerushalayim. We won. We, we had the war. Are we in Saris? No. If you're right, we have to whitewash all the Tvibas. This is what a similar question to what you're saying. So let's see how he has to defend himself. So he says that, he says one second. He says, first of all, the other days are definitely the made sorrow. Now, I don't want to get into too much here because we can give another share about this. Because basically, as the Rambam explains, every single thing that went bad, that we talked about on, on Shavasa Batam, is the destruction of the relationship, starting from the Luchot, in, from the Luchos breaking, right? The, the Egel, right? The Luchos breaking. And the fact that we don't have control of the city of Yerushalayim, really, uh, completely. And, 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 and uh, everything that's mentioned in Tisha B'Av, and even in Son Gedalia, all those events, the effects are still with us. And clearly, before we have Mashiach, we're still in Tsaris, right? Um, someone wrote to him, what about Umasha Mitzayim, Kvot Toroso, Simchos Nitzachon, if you know what that word is? You won't. But everybody here is in Tebi. What about the fact that Tebi happened on July 4th, right? 1976, which was on Shabbat it was on Shabbat Shabbatamas that the Nitzachon of Entebbe occurred. It was like a tremendous thing that Entebbe, that they were able to get everybody out and you know only a couple of uh, Kedoshim died and they were able to do such an amazing thing. So he says, so you're telling me, maybe someone will say, oh, now that Entebbe occurred, how can you say we're Pitsaris? He says, of course. He says, between Nitzachon and Tebi, God of Nitzachon, of course, and Tebi was great, but it's no weird than the Six Day War. He says, of course, we're Bitsara. We all have Kishai and Medinim, have political issues, the political discord between Haredi and non Haredi, the issues of functioning in the government. Even in terms of the, even in terms of the, of the wars we have to fight, we're going to have difficult military issues until the Gulash Lema. That's for sure. And, and, and clearly we're Bitsara. And still we, we have Mashiach, we're going to fast, and we're going to say it happened to them and us, just like the Rambam says. Now, maybe you're going to say that every Tainus, all the events that happen are in this order again. There's a mystical idea, the Ramchal mentions it, and many other Hasidic Shesvarim, and you'll see it even in the Lithuanian Shesvarim today, that every year, when that, on the anniversary of that event, what you're going to have is a rekindling, so to speak, of everything that happened that day. Pesach, the 15th day of Nisan, is a time of Geula. The Oros of Matan Torah occur uh, on Shuot. So Hua did, when it comes to the same thing is true in the days of the Tainus, the, the, the pain and, and, and idea of anger of God is unleashed in a certain way today, no matter what, despite what everything looks like. So he says, you're correct about that. Um, and it's true, we say Zman, people have said Zman from Simchaseinu, and Zman Chiroseinu, even when uh, the Cossacks were knocking at the door and they were leading them to the gas chambers, they still said Zman Simchaseinu. He says, that's true. But he says, that's much different. Noting that mystical truth is much different than between expressions that are definitely not reflecting the reality. That is, when you're vague, what's not going to say? When you're vague and you say, Zman Simchaseinu, Clearly, and, and people in Auschwitz said it as well, it must have meant that the simcha, the ultimate simcha, beyond what's happening here, of being close to God and connected to the Torah, right? Or as Manche Rusenu, even when uh, the, the, the Cossacks were, were, were ransacking people's homes and finding children and killing them, it was still Zmanche Rusenu, because ultimately the word Cherus has a mystical truth, which is true for me now, despite everything that's going on around me. But it's something else completely when you actually have a graphic description of, des of desolation, destruction, and no people. He says, that's different. The vaguer you are, the better. Dylan knew that, right? That's why he won the Nobel Prize, okay? Right? And Leonard Cohen didn't. 
All right? Because the point is, is that if you if you if you speak, that's for you. But if you speak in a, in a if you speak like in a vague, abstract way, yeah, right? That's right? Yeah, get that, man. That's happening right now, right? Whereas if you describe a specific imagery of legions of, of legions that are swallowing us, and the whole city's been swallowed by legions, is that you can't say? Again, I'm not a prophet. I think, I think this is sad puppetry. He's taking something where I can answer, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can answer this up. Take the Jerusalem Yircha. Fine. Okay. You have a valid answer. Right, we want God but, to come back. Now, um, how does he say that the name is built? According to him, Yerushalayim is built. Oh, so, oh, so, 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 um, he says, he says, the person asking him, asked him, he says, okay. He says, first of all, I think the way I did it, you will summon up the imagery of the destruction much more. Because by saying in the past, you can imagine it in your mind, and therefore you can say, wow, this I, I can picture that because I'm, 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 I'm saying that in my prayers. So he says, I think my tikkun is better. But he says, you wanted to say that even in Bayashani they said nothing. The person writing said that even during the time, this is one of his questions. He said, we know, everybody knows that Bayashani was not what it should have been. Everyone knows that Bayashani was not the real restoration. So there's a theory that says that in Bayashani they actually did say nothing. Did Just like say, did they say Shmon Esrei? Right, so clearly what Shmon Esrei did they say? So, Chacham Abadya says that they actually, the, the, the Nevi'im, in the beginning of Bayez Shani, understood that there's going to be two Nisvos. And they actually readied two different versions of the prayer. His Shoel is not as complex as Chacham Abadya. He just says that even in Bayez Shani, when you had a whole bunch of people living in Yerushalayim, they still mourned over the fact that it wasn't the real base of Mikdash the way it should be. He says, um, he says, I, I don't know where you get that from. He says, um, they definitely didn't say nothing. Uh, he says, historically, he says, Tzvilas Nachem Yachasit Chadasha. It's basically a new Tzvila. Uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was composed after the Corbin. And you don't find it in the Gemara, Babli. You find it in the Yerushalmi, but Babli doesn't mention it. Um, he says you need a proof for it, and you can't just say it's definitely something what, that... What, what, what does this mean? Why, did, why do I need a proof that it was there? You're saying it wasn't there. Why don't you have to prove that it wasn't there? Uh, uh, so, but you that gets back to the change. That gets back to what we've been talking about. You know, you have Tvilos in the time of bias. What the Tvilos that we say, the Sechazena Eneinu, when we talk about, uh, were those Tvilos said in Bayashani? Right? Obviously. I, I don't know. But oh, oh is, okay. No, but what I'm saying is, if I want to change it and I want to say that it wasn't there, I better prove that it wasn't there. I can't say it's your responsibility to prove that it was there. Okay. If I'm the but, one that's changing way, it. I did a search on, on the word uh, legion. Yeah. There's a Gemara and Rakhus that has it. There's the Septus and the right. Bos and Kulins and Yerushalmi. It's not, it's not like a term that, that was, was not... That actually proves my point. Meaning that it was, it, was, it was during the time of the interaction of Rome and Claudius Rome. Right. So, but the point so is, so it's not... It has to be... has Rome to be Abdashik Nesadakola. No, no. Right. Abdashik was in the beginning, even before Rome, even before the Gemara. Okay, I only have... We could probably do this next week as well. But I'll tell you, again, I'll tell you one small chiddush here from the road. Okay. Uh, I wanted to really explain things a little bit better. If you give me three minutes, let me have three minutes. Okay. First of all, this was asked for Salavajic as well. Um... Rabbeinu is nagin with the brain It's not surprising that Salvation was a tremendous traditionalist on Tvilot, much more even than his uh, son-in-law who took out the uh, Nusach. If you can see here, it says that Rabbeinu is nagin. Rashid he says, first of all, you can't do your shot at Tvilot, but then he had a different shot. He tied it like this. We know the Mishnah says. That Yom Tov Shabbos Shoshana Shachalios B'Shabbos 
the mitzvah for your token of a lobe in Medina. Okay? So, when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, anywhere that's called mitzvah, they did to shofar. We don't do it because of the Xerah. But they blew shofar in on Shabbos like the din of the Torah. Now, what does the word mitzvah mean and what does the word Medina mean? So, the Rambam says, Medina means anything outside of Yerushalayim, whereas mitzvah means Yerushalayim means the base of Mikdash itself plus Yerushalayim. That's the Rambam sheets. I'll focus the Rambam and Rashi in the beginning of the, the Sukkah as well. What does it mean, the word Medina and Mikdash? So Medina, like the Lulav was taken in the Mikdash, seven days. Similar to the blowing of the Shofar. According to the Rambam, anywhere that's called the Old City, your Mechuyiv, to take the Lulav even on Shabbos, because the Xerah was never, of not taking a rule on Shabbos, never affected any place outside of Mikdash. Mikdash, by definition, includes Yerushalayim. <coughs> that is Mikdash. It's all one Kedusha. So even though, of course, it looks different, and one is a place you bring Karbanos, another is a place you eat and sleep and you daven and you, whatever you do there, but Yerushalayim, maybe it's a byproduct of the fact that it's Lena Schalke Lishvatim, but it essentially is Mikdash. So Kedusha Sa Mikdash is Kedusha Yerushalayim, according to the Rambam. So therefore, the Rambam, that's why when the Rambam says, the Rambam's famous Shita is that the Kedusha that was put in by Ezra, the second Aliyah that they made, was a Kedusha that never stopped. And the Kedusha is still there. That's the Rambam Shita. And that's one of the reasons for Machmer to go on to Harabayas and other places like that. Because the Kedusha of the Mikdash is still there. That's why you can bring Korbanos, even though there's no Mizbeach. Because there's the Kedusha is still there. And it permeates into Yerushalayim as well. So therefore, the flip side is, as the Rav says, so if the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, so Yerushalayim is far out. So even though, right, even though you're not explaining where the people are, but the Churban of Yerushalayim is, is the essential Kedusha of, of... So that's why the Rav felt in Lumdus, uh it wouldn't be, it would be wrong. Because Yerushalayim, and this is really, again, in Lumdus terms... Yes, what do you want to say? So, the point is, the Rav found a reason why that, that Nusach is right. So how could you say that how is he? How did his son-in-law? How did his son-in-law take the law? I didn't, you didn't see him bringing his yeah, son-in-law. Yeah. So I don't know whatever. But how did that lady say that it doesn't, that, it, that it's not true anymore? You don't know what Chazal is. And maybe somebody like the Rock could come up and give you an explanation. How that fits? How could you, if you don't know what the intention was, again, how could you, you know, say it's, it, it's not true anymore? It goes back to the Fatman and the Minion. Right. Assuming that this was something that was mistaken in such a fashion. All right, Rabbi Say. If the Oyel wants, how can not assume that it was, was okay. in such a fashion? Okay. If the Oyel wants, we can continue on this uh, next time. It's really up to you. Please email me and let me know. Okay. Have a great day. Good to see everybody back again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.